culture and community are pillars of project-based learning. And this applies to you too as a learner, an adult learner. You need to be learning in community. We have you covered. We have an online community. And in this online community, it is different than anyone you've ever experienced. We have a whole section that's filled with resources and courses. You or your teachers can devour those individually, whatever pace you'd like. On the other side, we have a community that's interactive and just in time. Within these communities, we have rooms for content areas, rooms for PBL experience. Maybe you've never even taken a PBL jumpstart yet. We've got a room for you. We want to help you out right where you're at. Maybe you're PBL certified and you're really looking to innovate someplace different. We have a room for that. We've got tuning protocols. When you ask a question, you will not get crickets. You'll actually get an answer, guaranteed. So go to the show notes, check out the online community. We've got it split out where teachers can look at it. What are the benefits? Administrators, what are the benefits for your school and your staff? Do not PBL alone. You also need to be in community. All right, so as you're reflecting on yourself, you want to survey your habits. Like what are the habits that are serving you well? What are the habits that are not serving you so well? And write all those down because we know that our habits turn into our future, right? Like James Clear talks about, at least dances around this idea if he doesn't say it directly, that really your habits are more important than your goals. Your goals might be a direction you think you wanna go, The habits are the ones you're actually willing to commit to. So when we talk about goals in the next leadership episode on the podcast, we're going to do a combination of Dan Miller's uh, inspirational, passionate goals and James Clear's Atomic Habits, where we talk about what is it that you're willing to do every day to build your new future. So another great book around this idea, I haven't decided if we're going to tie it in or not, but you should read All It Takes is a Goal by John Acuff, um, one of my favorites now. Um, I haven't quite processed it to share it too much yet, but he's got this idea of small goals that you can kind of survey your habits and say, here are the things that I would like to do. For instance, so for me, I've got drink 100 ounces of water is in there somewhere. I try to play the guitar a little bit every day and I'll read the Bible and read one of my learning books, right? So I've got several different things that I'm just tracking every single day to see how I'm doing. And That's, I think I gave you four, but there's probably a list of 10 or so. Uh, And not all of them are going to make it to the next level, which is medium goals, because I'm going to look at some of those goals and some of them are going to fall off because it's like, I don't actually want to put time and effort into building that habit. So, but I am going to take some from easy goals, easy tracking into medium goals. And then John has this third category called guaranteed goals. These are ones that you are going to do every single day. You've vetted them. They're ones that you know are important. They're ones that you want to invest in and they lead up to your success. So drinking water is one of those for me as far as a health goal. Working out in some form every day is on there. And these are guaranteed goals. Like they've kind of made it through the levels. And some of the others that I'm working towards or I'd I'd want to have as a goal is like writing 300 words every day. So as we're blogging, as I'm blogging or podcasting or writing books, I want to get into a consistent writing habit. So it's one of the habits that I'm surveying that I want to bring into 2024 and see if I can build that in. It's been an easy goal for a while. And honestly, it it hasn't been easy. That's not really what it means, I don't think. So it's been a tougher one for me. So I've got to figure out why. Like, what's the motivation behind that? Where's the right place to put it? So you might have some habits where you're like, okay, I'm getting up at 4 a.m. and I'm going to do the things. And maybe that works for you and maybe it doesn't. And I would just say like, it's okay that it doesn't. Like, let's figure out what does work though. 
right? Alex Ramosi is very, he's famous for, I'm going to give it 4 a.m. I'm going to drink a cup of coffee and start work, right? So you got to find those things that work for you and find out where they fit, where they don't fit. So that's habits. I would probably put schedule into there as well. And when I say schedule, remember we're focusing on you in this case. So it's, yes, it's your daily school schedule because that's part of you. Yes, it's your weekend schedule with your family, but it's also, you know, when are you doing learning? When are you getting your exercise in? Uh, when are you reflecting? How healthy is your schedule? Like if you just looked at your schedule right now, you know, on a scale of one to 10, one being it's awful and you're going to burn out in the next year or two, 10 being it's perfect and you can see excellent growth and you're heading towards your vision, you know, where are you at on that? And if you're anywhere between one and five, then you need to rework your schedule. You need to find places for deep work. I'm going to put that on here. You're going to have to find places for deep work and you're going to have to box those out and you're going to say at 9 a.m., this is my deep work time, 9 a.m. on Tuesday, I'm going to work on grant work or my book or some big piece where you close your door. It's okay to close your door. Uh, you still talk to your staff. You don't have to have an open door policy where anybody can come in at any time. That doesn't really make sense when you when you break that down. You need to have time where you're building the vision out. Those are important hours. You need to have times where you shut your door and that's okay. So you might need to look at your schedule. Uh, you, you, so you're going to look at habits, schedule, and that should bring out a whole bunch of stuff. And now you're going to want to protocol some of this too. So don't be afraid to go grab the chart paper, right, from the faculty room or wherever it is that you keep it and come put it up on your walls. And, you know, a lot of times I'm coaching and helping leaders and kind of carve out those Saturday, Sunday times so that they're for family and they're not for work. You might take a Saturday morning or if you know how to carve out that time, carve out, you know, that morning hour on Thursday morning. Don't pick a crazy day where you know things are going to come out, but pick a day where you can carve that time out and block it. It is busy time on your calendar. Nobody else gets to interrupt that, right? And you are going to get the chart paper out. Why? Because you know it works, right? It's going to it's going to categorize these things in your brain and you're going to be able to step back, take a look at it, step out and get the big picture of your life and reflect on your semester. So when you do your semester as a leader, it's probably a little bit more than just a semester, right? You probably go back, maybe you do, you know, even like two quarters. So you're going to go, you're going to look at six months and you're going to break that up, you know, maybe into three months, maybe you do like summer and then you do opening day and then you do whatever you call this middle section of life, right? Like that that fall period, maybe you do like up to fall break and then fall break to end of the semester and break those things up on your big pieces of chart paper and you can use a one to 10, you can use a thumbs up, thumbs down. It's all for you, so it doesn't matter. It's totally up to you. You can do smiley faces, you can do emojis, but where were you at during these times, Right. Was your summer too crazy busy? Did you guys rock opening day? You're like, this is the best opening day ever. End of semester, like were things getting tough? You know, or maybe they were just straight faced, right? Whatever that looks like, but then start to figure out why, right? Why, why these emojis? And bring it back to you every time, right? If, if the summer was tough because you had too much PD, what part did you play in that, right? Did you need to say no to a few things? Did you need to say not yet to a few things? 
So figure out those things and figure out what your place is in there and what you need to communicate to people, right? Because again, this is all going to build towards 2024 coming. Or again, if you're, whenever you're listening to this, it's, you're going to reflect, but then you're also going to look towards what's the vision. But you do not want to go for vision first, right? You've got to figure out where you're at before you can figure out where you're going. You know, as I try to teach my kids how to use a map, because I think map skills are still important in the world. I always emphasize to them like, man, you know, people really could use a good map. However, if you don't know where you're at, a great map does you no good. If you're standing around, everything looks like trees, and you don't know where you're at, the map does not help you. So if we go to a state park or national park, I always hand them the map. And as I do that, I say, look around and figure out where you're at first. So then you know where to go, right? So it's the exact same process. You're going to reflect to figure out where are you at on the scale of one to 10. If you're a 10, great. Take your habits, move them right to the future. If you are a six, then change a few of those habits and see if you can find something different in 2024, right? Maybe maybe 4 a.m. works for you on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, but not Tuesday and Thursday. Right? Maybe that morning routine works again on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but not Tuesday, Thursday. Maybe your morning routine doesn't work. You're just going to scrap it and see if you can you know, exercise in the afternoon, right? So you'll need to figure that out. But the only way to do that is to start with your reflection. So you're going to go through all these same processes that everybody else went through. You're going to be, you're going to be geeky. You're going to use protocols because you need feedback. We're going to come back to these same two words every time. You need feedback to get better. That's your continuous learning process. And you need to process. You need to process feelings. You need to process results. You need to process habits. You need to figure out how first semester went on a bunch of different levels for you because you're the leader and your organization, which includes your family, it's an organization, uh, includes your school, so includes staff, includes students. The ceiling is you and your learning and where you can take them. So if if you're neglecting yourself, that's going to show up. That's going to show up in your family relationships. It's going to show up in your student-staff relationships. So take this time. Again, be geeky. Get the chart paper. It's It's worth it. Get the markers out. Put it up on your walls and take some time to reflect on this first semester so that you've got feedback and you can continuously be learning and so that you get to process so that you're ready to get after it in this new year because you've got some great work ahead of you. As you do that, you're going to find that passion. You're going to find your why and you're going to lead inspired. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the PBL Simplified Podcast. I appreciate you. I'm honored that you tune in each week. Would you please take two minutes to leave a rating and a review? When you leave a review, it lets the next person know that this is a podcast worth listening to. When they go into their player and search project-based learning and PBL Simplified popped up, when they see those reviews, they know that high-quality visionary leaders are listening. So they tune in too, and they can find their way into the PBL journey. Thank you so much for leaving a review. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you.